Welcome to HearthCast, a podcast for the average World of Warcraft player, with your hosts, Root and Freckleface. Be part of the show by calling 407-520-5342, following HearthCast on Twitter, liking HearthCast on Facebook, or emailing the show at contribute at hearthcast.com. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. Welcome to episode number 83 of HearthCast, recorded for you on August 18th, 2011, made possible by Riptide Software. We are casual players of WoW. We talk about WoW, we talk about life, and we talk about all points in between. Our show may contain profession pointers, interface ideas, or drama-free dungeon guides. All of wait, wait a minute, drama-free? That didn't happen last week. No. Anyhow. No, you're right. <laughs> but <laughs> to, we do. For a guide for a drama-free dungeon guide, don't listen to Freckle Face. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, um, all of which we do hope you know lend themselves to use players of World of Warcraft, except for Freckle Face's meltdown last week. Yeah. So this episode is called what? What? Let's call it's called Let's Get Real for a bit. What does that mean? You'll have to find out in a bit. Ah, suspense. It is some suspense. All right. We also got um, a Zyger Guide update, Corner of Carnage, Insights with Demonic Rick. There's a Looking for Fail. There's Looking for Fail. There is an add on, an awesome add on. Yeah. In a new segment, Cooking with Dread Samurai. Yeah. Hearthcast is the fastest growing podcast of its kind, and uh, we simply couldn't do it without our awesome sponsors. Hearthcast Season 3 is proudly sponsored by Zyger Guides. Grinding is a thing of the past. Find out how you can win your very own copy of Zyger Guides this year. All you have to do is keep on listening. Right now, see you send naked pictures. More on that later. System.com. It's a uh, mastermind group, global mastermind group. Mike Preston heads it up. Wonderful person. Uh, great sense of humor. Superb. Uh, mental asset to have. Sysdom.com, S-Y-S-D-O-M.com. Go there. He's in the middle of updating his site. It should be a new site launching next week. We'll talk about it then, but it is awesome. And, of course, Carnage over at YouTube.com, Carnage slash 1320. Actually, it's it's YouTube.com forward slash Carnage 1320 for the best in WoW PvP videos. He's going to put up some more soon. He said he got to uh, 2,200. 2,200 mm-hmm. videos? Rating. Oh, rating. In the arena. Oh, rating in yes. the arena, twenty two hundred. Wow. Yeah. Is that? It's pretty impressive. Sounds impressive. Mm. Like it. Uh, as always, I want to give a shout out to our guildmates over on Whisperwind. That's an Alf, Praetorian Guards, is Ninja Looter, our Facebook friends, and our Twitter peeps. And of course, our guildmates. Well, my guildmates over on Deathwing, which we haven't added to oh, the notes yet. I forgot that. Yeah. You need to update that. That's the Hoarderlies. They just got a new. They switched from uh, Ventrilo to Mumble server. Mumbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it, I don't even hear, I don't yeah, I don't know talk. if I'd want a name of voice service mumbles or not. I don't know. I would, and I'm just <laughs> trying some software and I'm talking and come like this. Like Chuck, is that you? <laughs> Anyhow, inside joke, round my mind. No one else gets it. Um, yeah, that'd be a naked Robocop and hoof it with the hair. Woo hoof. So. <laughs> Poor Rob. So, hey, Freckleface, what's been going on with you this week in the world of Warcraft? I think my biggest accomplishment was finally running a successful Tolbrad. 
Oh, really? Because remember I had the drama that I talked about last week? Yes. Well, in between that, on Monday night, tried to get in a group for it. It was at 11. It took about 45 minutes to get the group together. And then we wiped four times. Uh-huh. And people started leaving. I thought Till Brad was like a like a PvP. Oh, well, I'm, I'm confusing that with Grimbert's Hold or something else. The Baird and Hold. Baird and Hold. You're okay. right. No, Till Brad is like the new Winter Spring. The okay. New... Winter Grasp? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. That thing. That thing. That place. You're right. And I keep calling it Tollbrad, but it's it's Baird and Hold. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so you got a Baird and Hold done? Or? I did. Ooh. So, well, first, yeah, I did the fail group, and then, because it was Monday night, I was like, I kind of want to get this done. It was 11 o'clock, and I was like, I kind of want to go to bed soon. Maybe we can just yeah. hop on and do this real quick. Sure. No, it took no, an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Still didn't get it done. Wow. The next day. Next day. I joined a group. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Joined a group. Joined a group. Got it done. Whole thing done in 15 minutes. Really? Yep. From joining to finishing. Wow. Didn't get any loot, but I got some points. Points are good. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So what's been going on with you? Nothing. 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 Zero. <laughs> didn't even log in. Oh. I, I didn't even do a remote auction house this week. Wow. Well, you know, $45 million contract goes a long way to keep me busy. Yeah. But see, it's had some stuff at home, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. That's good. That was Siren. Siren came back from Guatemala, and he brought a bug with him, and his stomach was really bothering him, and mm-hmm. uh, Mrs. Root wanted to go to the ER. So we spent the afternoon in the ER. Yeah. Yeah. But it was cool, because I got a new iPad. <laughs> Unrelated note? Yeah. Well, no, it was kind of cool, because I had the iPad. It's the iPad, too. Oh, so you and played it in that. Well, I gave it to uh, my daughter, who entertained herself by playing games that my son had already downloaded on it. Ah. Uh. But, yeah, it's cool. I got it around here somewhere. I think I got my notes on top of it. Yeah, you do. That's where it is. And starting next week, I didn't have time to do it this week, but I got a thing called Sound Slate. It's an app for the iPad, mm-hmm. and it's going to replace our, our, our sound our sound effects machine. I haven't even installed the WoW Armory on that thing yet. I mean, I even asked my, my people on Twitter, like, hey, what should I put on this thing? And people are like, oh, the WoW Armory. I'm like, yeah, well, that's an obvious. Can I, I turn got, it on? Yeah. Right now? Yeah, go ahead. It's not the camera on the top. So now you gotta, everybody presses the camera button. Now, what people aren't seeing, I'll have to put a picture on this up on Twitter, is I got the uh, the like the oh. military-style case on this thing, and you're holding it sideways. No, I'm not. It, if you turn it, it'll rotate the thing. Yeah, no, now turn so the camera's on the top. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, but it was working this way, too. It works both ways. It works both ways. Yeah, it goes both ways. So neither way is wrong. Uh, okay. I'll take my picture. You gotta, okay, press the button that's normally on the bottom. No, not that. See? Now turn it turn it the other way. No. <laughs> turn it so the camera's on. There you go. Now press the bottom. There's like a little nipple on the bottom. It's a nipple. Press. No. And now it's on you. It's by your left thumb, right thumb. The nipple. There you go. First time on the iPad 2. You have no idea what you're doing. You know the last time you played with one of my, my machines, you like totally crashed it. I did not. You, what are you talking about? Uh, the microphone. So anyhow, moving on, back to the show, this whole podcast thing that we do. So, yeah, it's just been crazy busy, and hopefully within two weeks. I mean, I'm going to try to get some time to play because I need to because it's a great stress relief for me. But um, For sure. Yeah, right now, not so much. Now it's time for email questions. You, too, can have your email read and answered by the HearthCast crew by emailing your questions, comments, shout-outs, or greetings to contribute at hearthcast.com. So this is from Deckard over on Cairn. 
Um, Deckard and us go way back, don't we? I think we do. I think he sent a lot of stuff in we before. We've had we had a link to his um his guild page up for a while. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think we still do. Yeah. Yeah. He says, Hey Root and Freckle Face is your friendly kings and peasants guild master Deckard, event generator and innovator, cannonball fun run, which you mentioned in a past show. See? Got a new one for you that I thought you might like. We are having our guildies take pictures of their gaming space. Throwing them up on the side anonymously and have a contest to see who in the guild who can guess whose gaming space corresponds to the guildie correctly. I like that. It kind of reminds me of there used to be a podcast called How I Wow. Uh huh. And a guy, well, he you know he started off by interviewing people like how they actually played the game. Huh. Yeah. The person with the most correct wins. What makes participation easier for this competition is that I'm going on a 5,500 mile road trip and visiting guildies for the first time during the existence of a guild to say hi in person. What? Are you kidding me? All right. Um, That's dedication there. Deckard, I want phone calls. I want. Him, I will call you. So I will save you the toll. I will call you. Get, I, get just root at hearthcast.com. Send me your cell phone number. I will call you and I will, I will get on the road updates from you. Or he should add Orlando to one of the destinations. I will have him on the show. Could come to our studio. He could come to the Excellence in Podcast Studio. Take sit, pictures. Yeah, with us. That's right. Preferably. Both. I want him to do both. That's my challenge. Surely he's got some guildies in Orlando. I think he mentioned that at one point in time. All right. But that's awesome. What else? Keep continue reading. This is awesome. If they don't submit their gaming space, I got him covered. Because <laughs> he's going to go and take pictures. He's going to take pictures of us like, you know what? Don't, don't My house is a mess sometimes. <laughs> and he says, almost a 10,000 miles total trip. Considering airtime. It wants us to give some love to the kings and peasants on the Karen server. That, I, I, I don't know what to say. He better be racking up some freaking fly miles or something <laughs> onto this. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. I remember one time that uh, when I was in an, one of my earlier, earlier guilds, um, like a couple of the guild leaders had come down to Orlando and they're staying at a timeshare not too far from my house. And I went and actually had lunch with them. And that was kind of cool. And those were like the first out-of-area WoW players I'd met. Yeah. And so I was like, I remember telling them, I was like, well, how am I, I going to know it's you guys? Can you like, you know, send me a picture? What kind of car are you driving? Something? Because we met at an IHOP. And they're like, oh, don't worry. You'll know it's us. And so I was like kind of hanging out. Because I get there early, because you know me, I like getting places early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they came in totally decked out in the most geeky WoW gear. That's awesome. They were almost like WoW furries. Not that there's anything wrong with furries. <laughs> but I mean, they had like on WoW hats, WoW shirts. You know, like they had a the bag of holding and it had a WoW logo on it. I mean, it was everything, like head to toe WoW. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind wearing a, you know, a Blizzard shirt. I got a couple. You gave me a couple. Mm-hmm. I don't mind wearing those, but I don't know. <laughs> it's scary a little bit. It was it was scary. And I was just like, uh, but they already, they're like, oh, rude. I'm like, oh, hey, you recognize me. <laughs> Darn me for sending them a picture. Because I was like, I was almost like exit stage left, but no, <laughs> no such luck. I was just, it was too much. It was too much. It's too much. Well, you know, where, when, where, once you sat down and you had yourself some um, chocolate chip pancakes, did you feel better after it all? I, I can't even tell you what ones? I ate. I don't remember what I ate. I normally don't order the chocolate chip pancakes. I normally order like, you know, an omelet. Oh, they're omelets. But 
I just I went there Saturday and I had they have these pancakes. It's like cream cheese frosting or something. It's like eating a cinnamon bun, but pancakes. I had their was it IHOP? No, it's Denny's. I had their 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 uh, bacon Sunday. Yeah, I had that. What was your What did you think? Well. I don't think the bacon really went, but the whole ice cream and maple syrup was awesome. That was exactly my thought. I liked the 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 kind of the salty vanilla combination, yeah. but you get that like I used to dip my French fries into my things. frosties, whatever. But I actually use that later because um, I'd be at home and I was like, well, I have frozen yogurt, I have maple syrup. Hmm. Throw it together. Make myself a Sunday. Well, my deal was when I had it, um, I had it, and that was enough. Yeah, I was like, okay. Uh, that part of my life is now done. You know, check it off my list. No, I, I think I think we pretty much went the same thing. They had like bacon palooza. Like right, at right, one right, point, right. I'm like, we have to go to Dennis get bacon palooza. I also got bacon pancakes and had the same reaction. Like, okay, I, I taste the bacon, I taste the pancakes. And there's a reason why they're normally served side by side. Like, they don't blend together. They don't blend together. They're two separate tastes. Right. Wasn't bad. No, what, and that, that was my, I mean, uh, it was like anything like, okay. I, I see what they're going for. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they hit their target. Mm-hmm. I don't have to order this again. I wasn't displeased. Now, what's amazing is a mozzarella grilled cheese where they took oh, mozzarella yeah. sticks and put, put them on the yeah, grilled cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, this, we're like way off the topic <laughs> tonight, but there, there's this place right next to where we work here. It's called The Moat. Yeah, it's right yes, next door. Yes, I saw that. On right, the right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah we'll, we'll have to go there one night. Okay. Um, one night a while back, uh, we went there after work, and uh, I really wasn't paying attention. And I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, this moat burger thing, you bring you one of those. And I really, it, it looked like a burger. I said, I'll take a burger, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is, yeah, it's a burger, but instead of like being in, like a burger like the patty, instead of the patty being in between two buns, sure, it's in between two grilled cheese sandwiches. <gasps> so you have grilled cheese sandwich, burger patty, Grilled cheese sandwich. That's so there's four talk. pieces of bread <laughs> with cheese in between the bread, like you know, full on cheeseburger. I mean, uh, grilled cheese. Yeah. And then a meat pad between the two grilled cheeses, and then talk. lettuce and tomatoes, and but it, I couldn't eat the thing. I mean, I had like. Could you fit the whole thing in your mouth? That's what she said. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyhow. You didn't answer you, the question. Uh, I had to squash it. Ah. Uh, now. Yeah. I actually cut squash. it. Yeah, I cut it in quarters. Mm. I quartered it, <laughs> and uh, my buddy Paul, who did the graphics for our new website, you know Paul, we mentioned yeah. him before, yeah. uh, he had to help me eat the massive, I mean, I'm like, what is that? And versus like, this is what you ordered. I'm like, I didn't order that. I ordered a, the moat burger. I'm like, yeah, that's what this is. I was like, that that, that should be illegal. <laughs> you know, <laughs> do you guys have a corner or, you know, a, a, you know Where's your AED? Do you have an automatic external defibrillator? Because this is going to put me into cardiac arrest. It's going to kill me while I eat. Uh, Paul and I also, we, uh, we shared a milkshake afterwards. Aww. Yeah, it was like a, it was a moment. We had a moment. We did. It was, um, yeah. Hey, we got another email here from Zafan. And he says, hey guys, first off, I apologize if this gets lengthy. What is it with the wall of text these days? We say it one time. We're stimulating. We must be. So first off, I apologize if this gets lengthy, but I did just listen to your shortcast recently about the D3 auction house on how it would cause problems and wow. I have another theory on this idea that, sadly, isn't originally mine, but here it goes. 
WoW has remained a part in modern gaming for a very, very, very long time. It has stood as a gaming monolith because of its design decisions and marketing philosophy. Blizzard has made some dumb choices about class, race, balance issues, but the core game itself has stood as how to do it right. If you think about it, many other games try to be like it, but fail because they change the design or the philosophy. But at the heart of the matter is that the game has always been a game at heart. You can take time and effort to build and, and nurture your character. You can earn your gear. Your, you hone your craft. Now take a game like Team Fortress 2. While the game was, for a time, all about skill, it has lately become mostly about weird weapons and a collection of hats you can craft. However, Valve Software has provided a store online for people to buy these weapons at. These weapons can dramatically outclass the other models, creating a vast imbalance in the game. Either you have a new player's destroying seasoned veterans with god mode gun, not a real weapon, or other players destroy the newer ones with weapons they cannot afford and have little chance of actually owning. This is what happens when you sell power. Root touch on this, but I'm going to follow through on it. Selling power to a gamer will, without question, always cause an imbalance in the game. Hats were relatively harmless, sure, but actual power is another matter. Blizzard has avoided doing this. True, they've gone. True, they've given sales for accounts, binding mounts, and uh, pets, many of which are cute but do not break the game. If you think about it, Blizzard has never offered its subscribers a chance to buy Shadowmorn. It's never offered. It's never offered you the ability to buy a title. This avoids the imbalance, but also avoids trivializing the hard work and sheer effort items and titles and feats can uh, can be in the game. Personally, I think that if we, as a community, continue to raise our voices on the matter, Diablo's three auction house will go back to a WoW standard that works. They're going to make enough money on the game to buy another island for themselves. It's, it's probably okay if they don't try to afford the ocean surrounding it as well. If you don't believe me, all I have to say is real ID forums posting real names and point to the bazillion posts there. As in when they announced that um, the real, you, the real, real ID, names, they had a lot of backlash and right. they dropped it. Yep, yep. There's a group that calls themselves Extra Credits that goes into this theory as well. Check them out as they stand for deep thinking and sound logic in a medium filled with crazy people. And he gives us a link which we'll put up on our Facebook page and I'll probably push out on Twitter too. I look forward to the next chance we have to sit down and enjoy a conversation about our choice in media and gaming. It's a fine game, and it has a fine community, even with the weirdos on the fringes. Warmest regards, Zephron. Zephon. So, yeah, you know, we touched on that, I guess, now for two weeks in a row. About the whole, you know, how we feel about Blizzard wanting to charge or not charge for the game. And I think he said the same thing I was saying, but basically, you know, don't trivialize and don't cheapen uh, the game don't don't exactly. don't make my efforts not mean anything if somebody else can go buy it. But if you remember last week, I kind of got on board if it was materials, you know. And I was I've been thinking about it a little more this week. It was actually at one point in time was going to be my uh, my topic for this week, but I decided not to go with it. So I think we were going to kind of let that topic just kind of kind of hang on there for a while. And I think enough people are probably going to raise a stink that it won't happen, but we'll see. Controversial, thought-provoking, game-changing insider information. Ah, who are we kidding? It's just the main content of the show. So, Fraggle Face. 
How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing all right. So, you know, topic this week, I just want to get, want to get real. All right. I want to talk about how emotions affect how you play. Okay. You know, kind of stemming from last week. All right. You know, mm-hmm. you had that whole meltdown. Mm-hmm. Had some pizza. Got over it. Yeah. And then, you know, now you're telling me this week you finally got around to running what you wanted to run. Sure. Even though, you know, you had the whole meltdown. Mm-hmm. And the first time it took you, you said, what, hour and a half, hour and 15 minutes, and you got nothing done, you just yeah. wiped. Mm-hmm. But then you went back and you did it in like 15 minutes. Yeah. So I just kind of wanted to talk about the mindset and the emotion you have as a gamer, you personally. It's like an extended, me? yeah, it's like an extended hot seat section segment here for me. So let's go back to like the day after the whole event. Okay. And you get back on WoW. And the ticket, you know, it's already resolved. All that's sure. done. That's what that's gone. Were you, you know, did you play with like a more cautious attitude? Like, okay, you know, I kind of, last time I was in a situation, I, you know, I feel bad now about melting down. So were you more like more cautious when you played or more aware of what uh, your surroundings were inside the game? Like how you were being affected in a, in a mood wise, shall we say? Hmm. Well, I, it did take me a few days to get back into Tolrad. I did into Baird and Hold. Keep doing that. So you you avoided Baird and Hold. I did avoid it for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. What did you do instead? Um, I've been. I oh, I played Farklebutt. Oh, so I you avoided. You went over to Shaman. You avoided the character altogether. Yeah, I did for a little bit. All right. That's yeah. that's interesting. So. You, your freckle face, was that, were you on freckle face or Janiqua? Uh, or Janiqua. Okay, you were on Janiqua. I pronounce that differently. How do you pronounce it? Differently. <laughs> Sorry. Old joke. It's been a while. It's been, yeah, it has. Uh, so, okay, so you have, you were on Janiqua, you had the mm-hmm. meltdown, you did not play Janiqua again. Not for a little while, yeah. So you went over to freckle butt and said, I'm just going to level, mm-hmm. and your, your your shaman was like a level 50. Was. What? 63 now. So you got at like 13 levels. So you leveled over a good bit. I mean, that's yeah, that's substantial. Yeah. And then when you finally did, you come to realization like, okay, I, I've calmed down, and uh, I think I'm ready to go back in. Were you when you went back on Janiqua mm-hmm. to go run Baird and Hold? Were you looking for the other people? No, I put them on ignore. You ignored the other people. I ignored them because I don't want to interact with them again. I just okay. don't. Like you, I don't. They're not part of anything anymore. No. They don't exist. I don't want them to be like, hey, you're that one person that blah, blah, blah. You know? Right. That can happen on the server. Right. If I ignore them, then they can't whisper me. I can't see if they're advertising for something in trade chat. I could still still end up in a group with them. So you're treating them like teeth. Yes. But I will tell you... You want to follow my analogy through? Or just agree with me? Okay. Well, no, you agreed to me. I want to. I want to see what you I, think. I thought, what, what I think you're going to say? Yeah. Treating them like teeth, rot, and get rid of them. Put them under your um, pillow and get a dollar from for the tooth fairy. No. Kind of close to the first one you said. No tooth fairy. Okay. What? Yeah. If you ignore them, they'll go away. Oh. Yeah. 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 All right. So you're thinking if. 
you ignore these people who set you off into a bad mood. Yes. That that's it. They'll go away. Yes. All right. And so you go back into Baird and Holt. You got all these guys unignored. Unignored, rather. Sure. And there was another paladin in the group, and he was tanking. Did you... I said... Okay. Go ahead. What's the loot? Is it made before off? And the liberty leader said, yes, you will get the holy gear. And I said, okay. <laughs> all right, so you established it. Now, this goes back to something a long time ago that we had about communication. Okay. About putting your... You know, telling everybody in the raid group. This is when I first started getting into like dungeons and raiding with Root mm-hmm. and the heroics stuff way long ago. And I was trying to gear up, and I said, if I let people know ahead of time what I want out of it, and I think we both agreed on this. If you let everybody in the group know what you want out of it, or you establish the rules up front, then you avoid a lot of drama and a lot of problems. I don't like talking. Then type. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Well, yeah. But you did this. You went in and you said, "What? What's what's the deal? Right, what, exactly. You know, what's the order?" And the guy said, "Yeah." Do you think he said that kind of, um, like, ah, oh, great, one of these healers? Kind of like, you know, yes, you're going to get the healing gear. I think he said it like that. Or, oh, no, 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 it, it you'll get the healing been, gear. But I didn't think about it too much. You're just happy that he said you're going to get the healing right, gear. Okay. pretty much. But it didn't drop for you, did it? No, it didn't. You think that's karma? No. <laughs> you said that quick. All right, so, all right, now you're in the group, right? Right. You said, how's this going to work? Do it, you know, is it Auspec, Maine, whatever? And I guess you're going to get the holy gear. How'd that make you feel? Good. Good. We at the time this was happening, we had, this was your successful group, right? The fifteen minute one. Yes. Right now, mm-hmm. then the first one, the fail group. Did you do any of that kind of stuff? You know what? No, I didn't. Um, let's see, how many people was in that? Yeah, I didn't even think about it. It was late, and no, you know what it was because it was myself, and there was a shaman here. I'm not sh- even sure if there's another paladin in the group. Maybe that's what it was. I just didn't worry about it because you didn't have to worry about it. Okay. There's two healers in the group, and they he had asked, do we need to get a third one? Mm. And I was feeling it a little bit, you know, unsure. Because the other thing that happened in this group, which I didn't even talk about, the one that got the ninja loot, was in the middle of the fight, they're like, someone started chatting, like, what's this other paladin doing? And I didn't know if they were talking about me, so, like, I pulled up my um, recount, and, like, I could see my healing was kind of on the bottom of the meter. Right. But I still don't even know if they were even talking about me or if they were saying that I wasn't that I was standing around instead of healing but it still distracted me from the fight because then I took a minute to kind of go like wait what are they talking about me is my am I not healing right blah blah, blah. and it threw me hmm. so I'm usually a little bit self-conscious of myself when I get into a raid okay generally in a five-man dungeon there's no comparing you know, if nobody's dying I'm doing fine right I'm the only healer what are you what are you going to pull up recount about Okay, yeah. But you get in a raid where maybe there's four healers and you can see who's healing the most. Right. Right, just like a DPS, and all of a sudden it's competition. Um, and so because of that, when we get in these groups, like, I generally don't say anything. If we start, if we wipe, I'm not the one that's go, that goes, hey guys, what happened? I just don't say anything until they say, oh, well, we're not having DPS, so everyone's not stacking enough, which which the problem was. I always make, well, this is all about you. I'm not going to talk about me. Go ahead. No, no, no. What? I make a joke. Make a joke. I make a joke. Make a joke. Yeah. Yeah. You wipe. It's not your fault. You're quiet. Mm-hmm. But you got distracted because they said, what's this other paladin doing? Right. Well, the one where the gear... Okay, so we have three different instances of this raid going on, right? Right. The first one, I did not get my gear. We did not wipe. 
but they did distract me because they were. I think I think they were indirectly complaining about me healing. I Got think. it. Okay. The second yeah. one was it just wiped. took too long. Yeah. It was late. It we wiped, and then I just ended up going to bed. Right. So nothing really happened in that one. It was no. just it just yeah, one of those that did materialize. It just didn't yeah. work out. And right. then the third one was a really successful we got a group together quickly, we got the boss down quickly. That's about it. Just everything jived on that one. Everything jived. So we still don't get your loot. I didn't get my loot now. Still waiting on the glows. Yeah. Yeah. So you think you're over the whole incident yet? In a way, yes. This made me less motivated to get back on my paladin. Because on the one hand, what I've been trying to do things like, you know, run the troll dungeons, run Baird and Hold, um, you know, maybe run some Farlands trash, you know, do the dailies. I really think, like, what what is the point of me doing all this? To get better gear. What is the point of getting better gear to run the raids? Well, I don't really raid. So I kind of stepped back, and, and of stepped back a little bit and said... Okay, what am I doing with my time on this character? Hmm. hmm. And that's why I kind of switched over to the shaman. But even the shaman, um, I have a friend who plays Horde. And we were going through this whole thing of, oh, you can group up and you can do the real ID thing now. Right. Cool. I don't have any Horde. Well, I don't have any lines. It's like, okay, well, I guess I could kind of level my Horde up. And I leveled her up about 63. And then I kind of went, I don't want to <laughs> level all the way up and then do dungeons again. I don't want to do dungeons. So I'm kind of at a loss there with her, too. Hmm. So you think you're getting a little burned? A little burned. A little burned out. Yeah. Huh. And some of it has to do with an incident. Some of it's just the game in general. Like even stuff that's new, as soon as it wears off, you realize it's pretty much the same thing as it's always been. Even the Molten Front dailies. I've gone through all the steps except for the last one, and I already know what's going to happen when I hit the last one. It'll open up some gear, which I don't need. It'll open up some more dailies that will help you get marks that all of a sudden aren't worth anything except to buy a bag that may or may not give you a pet and to get an achievement, which will give you a title. That's about it. Hmm. Know what I'm saying? I hear you. Yeah. So this incident kind of really shook you to your core, is what you're saying. <laughs> no, it did not shake me to my core. Down to the foundations. No, it did not. It just rocked your world. It did not. It changed your complete perspective of the game. That's what I'm hearing. That is not what I'm saying. Yeah, you went from, I love this game, too. You know, I'm really doing the same thing over and over again. Just... No, I've been feeling like that for a while. Have I've you been now? going off really? and on. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've cut back my wild WoW time a lot. I mean, I went for so long where if a day went by when I did not log on to WoW, at least for a little bit. Did, you, like the, something... did you shake? Huh? <laughs> did you stick at the shakes? No, it wasn't that I shook. No? It was just something that, it was just I had a very unusual day if hmm. I did not log on WoW at least once. Interesting. And then I started exercising a lot and yeah. you know, adding a few other things. And like, um, I started keeping up with the house a little better. That's, that's a good thing. It is a good thing. So yeah. now, you know, I, I get home from work and then I got to, you know, go shopping and cook dinner and then wash the dishes and I got to do exercise. And then it's 11 o'clock. Time to go to bed. And then I go, yep, time to go to bed. All right. Yeah. I just so, have a little bit more going on now and I've kind of detached myself away from our... Right. And that's been a while. You yeah. know, just kind of detach myself a little bit. You know, I'm not obsessive about it like I used to be. Just not. I'm still enjoying the dailies when I get on. I was. Yeah. You know what I go through when I when I have a goal? I get maybe 75% of the way there, and then I get bored. Hmm. 
is that it's always the last you know they call it the last mile it's always that last bit that gets you yeah and then I kind of go mm, what am I going to do after I'm after I finish that maybe it's I don't want to hit it and then be bored so I just kind of put it off right yeah because I I could have been done with the molten front already I could have if I had kept at it but I just stopped I think that's why I give myself the segments to do in the podcast uh-huh. like leveling you know only using Zyger guys leveling a character that kind mm-hmm. of thing because the game in and of itself like we've we've talked about before sometimes it is a grind and sometimes it's just a wash rinse repeat and uh, you know there's different skins but it's the same thing like you alluded to a couple of podcasts ago there's only like seven different things to do in the game yeah you know when you look at and this is something that you may appreciate and I don't have the actual numbers in front of me but I think the number is 12 Taco Bell has 12 ingredients that they work with and that's it it's like meat, chicken, salsa, the lettuce, tomatoes. It, but you, literally, it's, you, I'll, I'll, you have to look it up, but it's literally like 12. It's a very small number. Yeah. But they have like 68 different ways to put it together that they sell for different prices. Wait. Chicken, beef. In the ground beef. Chicken, ground beef, those are two meats. Right. Then they have their beans, sour right. cream, tomatoes, cheese. Lettuce, onion, tomatoes. Oh, you said tomatoes. I don't even think they use onions. Oh, yes, they do. Yeah, there's onions somewhere. And then everything's either in a soft shell or hard shell. Or a different type of shell. Or, or, or both. Crunch, crunchy, buttery one. Right. The chalupa. Rice. Rice. Yeah, there's some rice. Oh, yeah, they do put rice in there sometimes. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's like 12 different ingredients, and they sell it 68 different ways. Now, are you trying to get me to tell my Taco Bell story? No, no, I'm not. Oh, well, that's coming up in Looking for Fail. Oh. We are going to talk about that in Looking for Fail. But I'm just... It's one of those things where Blizzard kind of does the same thing. That was my analogy there. Right. That they take, you know, the 12 things to do and the they, same, they ba- wrap it 68 different components, ways. Yeah. 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 But, all right, I mean, I just, I wanted to kind of get your, where you where you were at, you know, mentally uh, with what had happened a couple of weeks ago. And now, now that you're removed from it and you had your little venting session last week. Sure. Just kind of like where you are. It's yeah. kind of where I thought you'd be. It's Is kind it? of, yeah, you kind of get into like a retrospective. Yeah. And you kind of, I'm kind of watching you take a little step away. And I'm wondering how much this step away, you know, what, if the meltdown actually triggered this step away for you. It's not like something like this has not happened before. It happens periodically. You melt down often in the game, do you? That's probably about the third time. Third time, really? Do <laughs> you remember any other times? Not specifically. But okay. Yeah. I've gotten mad at people before in the game, but I don't think I've ever had like You never cursed at people? No, or... Or, or, or whispered them. Tell them to go... You curses know, and mockeries. And tell them their mom should be proud or go show your mom. Yeah, I haven't done that. <laughs> I think I asked a guy who wasn't past his bedtime once, though. I did ask that. Did it pass your bedtime, dude? <laughs> it's like nine. You should be in bed. You in school tomorrow? <laughs> you got to study for a test or something? <laughs> All right, well, you know what? I do have a solution for you. Okay. Yeah. We should probably level Death Knights. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We should try to do, do that. Again? Again. And you know, on a side note, uh, we did mention at the top of the show that uh, that uh, Siren had been in Guatemala. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he went down there with, uh, with my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife was translating for a medical team. Mm-hmm. So they're doing, you know, good stuff. And there was a uh, another kid about his age down there, mm-hmm. who also plays WoW. Oh. And so now the real friend, I, they real friended, I deed each other, whatever Aww. you want to call it. And I think, uh, yeah, um, 
Siren created a death knight on the guy's server. They're going to go level. Nice. Yeah, so, you know, Aww. you never know. You know, you go meet some guy in Guatemala and find out you both play WoW. That's true. Never know. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. I made a little connection for him. And mm-hmm. uh, the guy's dad plays WoW, too. So, it was, you know, it's cool. It gave him something to talk about. So it was really, uh, it was really cool. I liked it. Step into the dark. Peer into the very depths of your soul. Walk with us, if you dare, into the corner of carnage. COT skinning. That's a skinner's delight. The first time I thought about doing a COT skinning run. That's Caverns of Time, by the way. I couldn't believe I hadn't thought of it sooner. Caverns of Time is located in Tenaris and quickly accessed by the portal to Oldham and flying over or even quicker by taking the port from Dalaran. Once inside, take your skin into the black morass on the normal mode. The zone is full of that's nothide leather bearing animals. So many that I would suggest that while you are rounding them all up for a big AOE kill, you only do a third of the room at a time or mobs will begin despawning before you have time to loot them all. And uh, you don't have to just start or activate the encounter, but if you accidentally do while gathering mobs, it's okay. Just keep going. You'll be able to continue to gather and skin. As an 85 feral druid, it takes me about 30 minutes to clear the entire instance of all the mobs, including looting and skinning. Just mount up at the start of the dungeon and gather up about about a third of the zone, then AOE them down, loot, skin, repeat two more times. I usually get around 20 gold and vendor trash, a few greens, and four or five stacks of Nothide leather. Now you can check the price on the raw leather. It's always a good practice to compare the price of the raw mats to what you could get by crafting and DEing. Most of the time on my server, Nothide is in abundance and it's more profitable for me to craft thick Draenei pants than to DE those into arcane dust and planar essences. Frequently, the level of 60 to 70 enchanting mats are selling very well, and you can make a killing with about 30 minutes worth of work. For the best in WoW PvP videos, be sure to check out youtube.com slash carnage1320. Add-ons are third-party programs that are used to enhance the World of Warcraft experience for the better. Root and Freckleface take time out to profile an add-on for their listeners. Well, we're not actually profiling this ourselves. We got an uh, email from a listener, uh, Tadendra. Ta-da! I think she goes by Ta-da as well. Oh, yeah, it's the okay. same one. Um, and she says, I noticed you're talking about daily quest grinding, and I have an alternate add-on that might be more helpful. It's called Sick of Clicking Dailies. <laughs> I like that. This will allow you to shift-click on the NPC to stop the auto-quest except... If you need to make a choice between the spires and into the fire quest, there's also a checkbox by every daily quest that pops up. So if you shift click, you can uncheck the box of the fire quest if you always want to do the into the fire quest. I like this one very much, and since I still do the argent quest for pets, because they're still very profitable, you can set the add on to auto select quest rewards. Ooh, that's a good one. Auto select quest rewards? Oh, yeah. Picks it for you? Picks it for you. And plus, since I work overnight on the Saturday, I start the dailies around 4 a.m. and finish up, do some stuff, and at 6 a.m. I'm at it again. Oh, that's nice. This add-on has great little time LDB that tracks how many quests I've done and also when the clock will reset. If I get distracted, the clock is counting down to make sure I get everything done. That's Happy cool. Grinding. I like that. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten another add-on yet. I want to get something to help me with the dailies, though. So I may have to check the one out. Sick of clicking dailies. You're listening to HearthCast.
Good day, this is Dread Samurai from Pirates of the Caribbean Guild on Skywall Server, and this is your WoW Recipes. So this week's recipe comes at a special request from our friend Root. He asked for some Torn Burgers, so I decided to step it up a notch. I made some stuffed Torn Burgers with Dalaran Cheddar inside and some bacon. Yes, swine bacon from Ogremar. Yes, I have to go all over the place. So this week, Root, this one's for you. Stuffed torn burgers with a little bit of jalapeno peppers on top. If you like this segment or would like to make a submission of your own, please follow me on Twitter at the Dread Samurai or at or email me at the Dread Samurai at gmail.com. See you guys soon and keep on cooking. If you're going to survive Azeroth, you better bring your A game. You better be ready. You'd better listen to the insights of Demonic Rick. Hey everybody, Demonic Rick here. I am here to tell you a few tips to win the Zyger Guide contest this week. Now, if you press Alt plus Z together, um, it will actually erase your whole UI and get rid of it. Not erase permanently, of course, if you press Alt and Z again, it'll come right back. But if you want to get a good picture with your character, and in front of your favorite boss, uh, it's the best way to do it. Also, pick your favorite armor, or if you're a female Draenei, or a female Night Elf, or a female Blood Elf, you know, it's okay if you take off your clothes and dance, slash dance in front of your favorite boss, just saying. <coughs> um, <laughs> another tip would probably be, like, do something creative. Do slash dance, slash point, um, when you take your picture, you're pressing the print screen button, or uh, I think there's screen capture for Macs, um, it'll show up in your WoW folders if you search in your directory. Now, another tip um, to help you get your concentration with taking this perfect snapshot, um, you can also press Control-S to be able to erase any sound, and also if someone's trying to talk to you, what? I'm trying to record something for the podcast. Give me ten minutes. Anyways, if you're trying to rec uh, record something or listen to something better, or be it somebody invent yelling at you to get out of the fire or just a Skype call, um, it's a handy tool. Now this week, for me, I just got the student fire achievement. And now, if you know what that one means, it means, well, I stood in the fire. But it means that Deathwing himself had killed me. Now, I teleported myself to the Ramkahen area in Oldham. And then the sky started turning red. And then I heard a sound. I fly up into the air. I see a big dragon coming straight at me. Fire breathing down all around me. Fire miles and miles all around me. I go back to the ground and wait for him to come with excitement. It was amazing. So much fire. I had to wait about 10 minutes because all the NPCs and everybody was dying just for 10 minutes repeatedly before I could come back to my body. Now, I did a bit of research about this. And apparently, Deathwing actually resets all the mobs in that area that he torches. Um, this is 
especially good for maybe the hunter who cannot find the pet that's just in a random spawn point that nobody at all knows about. Or it could be the rare camel mount that's found in Oldham that, say, if a person cannot find it for a very long time, um, it will get reset by the fire, of course. Um, now, this is just a theory, of course, but it's a really good one, I think. And that would be possibly why Oldham has been hit the most by Deathwing himself. So, if you want to get a good picture, that would be a pretty good one to get it with. Deathwing torching you. Uh, quick tip too. Uh, it's not very good to spring things up on blind people. Um, cough, root, freckle face. But also, it's especially not good to sneak up on blind people with things. Or sneak up on blind people in general. Most of the time, we'll just think that you're mugging us and we'll hit you with the arcane. And, uh, please, no Robocop nude pictures. Um, yes, I know that's random, but please, no Robocop nude pictures. Um, anyways, this is another segment brought to you by Demonic Rick. You can check me out on YouTube at Ricardo Harlow and... This is Richard, signing off. See you next week, guys, with a few new add-ons that I am quite happy to share with you guys. Bye-bye. Looking for fail. Tales and recounts of epic fails in the world of Warcraft. Everything from bad pulls, poor choices, in-game mechanics, bugs, and glitches. This fail is for you. All right, Freckleface. Uh, earlier, when you walked in here, you started telling me about a little bit of story, and I stopped you. And this is something that happened IRL. Right. But it was still what I perceived to be such a great fail that I said, you got to save it. We got to have it because, you know, at the top of the show, mm-hmm. well, I, I say we talk about wow, we talk about real life, and we talk about all points in between. Mm-hmm. So this is a real life fail that you, you witnessed. And I kind of stopped you into the story. So why don't you take it from the top? And then uh, tell us all the story. So my brother and I cruising around. His brother just got back from from Iraq. From Iraq, right? Right. Went to some dinner. Decided to you know class it up a little bit and go to Taco Bell. Yeah, classy joint. You know, run for the border. Get some nachos. Was it fourth night? Fourth meal? No, it was, it was only third meal. Oh. Um, and this is after my brother had to take his burrito back because it had a long hair in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what well, he just would. Oh. Does he prefer short hairs? What's the deal? You know, oh. wow. it's really funny because um, the you know the manager you talk to the manager a little bit, and a few yeah. minutes later, um, yeah, this this tall black woman comes out, and she's kind of like patting her head, and she's like, "I'm sorry, that must have been mine. This hairnet keeps falling out." I'm like, I didn't want to make the visual connection. Oh, so now you know exactly whose hair it was. <laughs> Oh, that's even worse than just knowing. Okay, if you know there's a hair, you kind of go, "Hey, there's a hair. Can I get it?" Yeah, you don't need. You don't want to know who's hair came from. <laughs> oh, I think. Oh, my stomach is churning. Oh no, that is not. Ah, uh, oh, okay. All right, so I got himself a new burrito. Right, when I went to the restaurant at the time, I would have asked to make my burrito myself. I'll just make it myself. Thank you. It's only you know you got twelve ingredients. I'll take just, care just of it. Just put them on the counter. I'll, yeah. I'll mix them myself. Just put them in a bowl. All right. 
So we're sitting there, and we're um, I've got my back to where people pull up in the driveway, and they come in the door. To drive, okay, yeah, parking lot. But the parking lot. call that thing. <laughs> yeah. So I see this guy um, kind of come in the door behind me. I see him walk on the counter, and he's holding this big flyer from Arby's that- A big I, what? I, a flyer Oh, you said Arby's. that so country. When you what? listen back, you'd be like, he's holding a flyer. <laughs> Well, okay, so he's ho- they mailed out a flyer yes. from Arby's. Yes. That ev- some, it seems like everyone in Orlando has this flyer from Arby's. It's flyer from Arby's. Coupons. Okay. So he's holding it. I'm watching him. I'm going, he's going to try to use his Arby's coupon at Taco Bell. Yeah, you're, you're in Taco Bell. Doing? You're in Taco Bell. A guy walks in with Arby's. So I see him, and he goes up to the counter, and I hear a little mumbling, and he goes, what, this isn't Arby's? <laughs> no. <laughs> so he... But we have a hair if you'd like it. <laughs> now, the Arby's is a couple blocks down. And he keeps, he goes out the opposite door that he came in. So I'm thinking, okay, he's obviously a little off and he's been walking down the road and he stopped in and now he's going to keep going down the road. Well, then he comes back in and says, what are you guys looking at? Because we're all, as soon as he goes out the door, we just all burst into laughing. Like the whole, I, the whole place? My brother and I and the employees behind the counter. Oh, he comes back in and he's like, what are you guys laughing at? And then he comes back out the door. I came in, and gets in his car, and then leaves. So, dude, where did you? <laughs> dude drove up, drove up, drove up to, to Taco Bell. Into the Taco Bell, walked yeah, through the, the big giant lot. neon orange and purple, purple thing with right. the bells on. Yeah. It said Taco Bell. Taco Bell, run for the border. And walked in. <laughs> I was like, this is an Arby's. And then goes out the opposite and then door, to go out the door where his car isn't. Isn't exactly. <laughs> and then comes back. And what y'all looking at? <laughs> But he didn't make it to Arby's safe. My brother made sure. We, How do you know? We swung by the Arby's after you, we were done. <laughs> we you guys stalked him. You stalked this guy. We did. Oh, my God. We saw him at the counter. We were intended to go and be like, hey, that guy tried to go and talk about <laughs> I can see your brother doing that. I, I can't. That's that's pretty funny that you guys actually stalk this guy to talk, <laughs> from Taco Bell to Arby's. Do you know if he uses coupons? It looked like it. I'm sure he could. <laughs> How high do you have to be, though? <laughs> Come on. You should not be driving. You can't tell the difference. Oh, my gosh. Uh, munchies are munchies, I guess. I, I don't guess know. So. Man, I, I don't tell know. You. But... <laughs> oh, really? Uh, really. We need to have uh, your brother on one night. That'd be funny. You should. He wouldn't know what to do. But it'd be funny. He wouldn't know anything. We're talking about Warcraft. But... No. Well, we talk about life. <laughs> I already said he that. He would tell goofy stories. He would tell some goofy stories. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you saved that. I'm glad I stopped you from telling me that whole story because that's that's pretty wild. So much. We were giggling yeah. for quite a while yeah. after that. that uh... Hey, I can share something else that I did this week. What'd you do? Uh, um, is it a fail or just a story? It's well, okay. It's just a story. Yeah, just it's tell it's me. kind of like a story. Okay. It involves uh, some national security. <laughs> Like I, I mentioned, this big project, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's 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 a military project. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. Right, good, right. Good, good, good. And we're doing it in conjunction with um, another company, a couple of companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, should you be telling us on the? Podcast? Yeah, it's okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name names. Are you sure? Yeah, but yeah, I'm not gonna name names. Okay. It's okay. And um, so I'm you know I gotta get stuff done, right? And like and they're not where I needed to get something done was not in uh, our building, right? And I like so I'm emailing like, hey, I need to get over to this place and I need to get it. I can't just walk in you know I, no. I don't I don't work there and where we have our 
or area is uh, you can't just walk in it. No. Now I'd been there a couple of times before with groups and everything else, and I'd already, you know I'd met the receptionist. And as a, as a point of reference, whenever I go anywhere, I try to befriend like the receptionist because they know where everything is in the building. And if there's a uh, maintenance guy or a janitor, I try to befriend the janitor as well. And if there's a cook, I try to befriend the cook. That's always policy of mine. Okay. Because with those three people, you have every you have access to everything in the building. Hmm. All right. So case in point. Okay. Well, I needed to get something done. And so when I, I sent out an email, I'm like, hey, is there anybody that can, uh, you know, get me in, blah, blah, blah. No. Well, so I'm like, well, I got to get it done. So I'm like, eh, I'm just going to go over. We'll figure something out. Out, out when I get there. Mm-hmm. And I'll leave out the details just so because I, I won't incriminate myself. <laughs> but let's just say I, I socially engineered my way into the building. What does that mean? Um, well, through some tomfoolery and sleight of hand and uh, well placed fake cell phone call. You know. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> all right. So, you know, I. I signed in, mm. and there's two types of badges you can get. One's a mag badge, and one's another. And I kind of said, "No, no, I need the mag badge." And you know, and I was, you know, intermittently having conversations with the person on purpose, mm-hmm. asking them about questions and answers and this, that, and you know, kind of keeping their mind well well occupied. Mm-hmm. So I got the the badge with the mag thing that I needed because I noticed that that opened up a particular door. Not saying anything. And then, you know, you got to have, you can't just use the elevator in this place. It doesn't work unless you have an ID badge. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have an ID badge, but I have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Are you wondering how a cell phone or an ID badge work? A little bit. Okay, well, you wait for somebody else with a ID badge, uh-huh. and then you pretend like you're having a very important call on the cell phone. And you walk in, and you're like, oh, yeah, 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 two, please, then they, and you just talk on the phone, and the, whoa, okay, dude. The guy just pushes the button. Think about it. Yeah, doesn't think about what it. What if it had rang while you were <laughs> pretending to talk on it? It was muted. I thought about that. Oh, you're Yeah, sorry. I silenced myself. Sorry. This is all. My yeah. my aforementioned brother, he tried that once. And it rang on him. <laughs> 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 He's trying to have a fake call on his phone ring? Yeah. That's too funny. Was it? Was he faking on you or no, did was, you call? No, he was around. Um, it was some girl and he felt kind of awkward. So he <laughs> <laughs> decided to cool have, him. Have a- <laughs> That's pretty funny. It, for the just for visual, uh, uh, Freckleface's brother that we're talking about looks just like uh, the guy from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, it's not that bad. He does, but look he's like dressed him. up like him as for Halloween. Yes. yes, he does because it looks just like him. So anyhow, um, then um, yeah, so I get to the floor that I need to be on, and uh, I you know do what I need to do and kind of you know kind of tomfoolery, sliding hand, getting away in other places. Mm-hmm. And then got my hands lapped later on. <laughs> but then today, to bring up more stuff, right? Uh-huh. We had to get uh, uh, internet connectivity established on that floor. Okay. Through a particular company we're getting right now, DSL, because that's all we can get real mm-hmm. fast. Well, the guy calls me this morning, and he's like, hey, I'm five minutes away. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not anywhere near that place, and I'm driving around running errands, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, Whatever. And then later on, somebody who I don't never met, they called me and they go, hey, this is so-and-so from this place. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh hello, so-and-so from this place. I'm like, yeah, there's a guy here to install DSL. I'm like, oh, great. And they go, do you know where he's supposed to go? I'm like, yeah, he's supposed to go here because I had seen in a previous day where he was supposed to go. Mm-hmm. 
And that is on my word. I do not work for this company, right? I do. Okay. I have nothing to do with this company. I have never met this person I'm talking to on the phone, but on my word, they let this guy in to install DS. I get my hands left for that. I'm like, well, I didn't do that. I didn't. They're like, yeah, but you had a conversation. Yeah. I don't even know the person. I just said, yeah, second floor. Can't win. I can't. No. But I got the job done. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So that brings us to a close another episode of HearthCast. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening to a great another episode of HearthCast. Uh, and just like Tadera and Zephon and Deckard all did today, you can send in your questions, comments, or any other feedback by emailing us or using our website submission form at hearthcast.com. If you just want to email us, you can go straight over to uh, contrib- uh, contribute to com. You could call the HearthCast hotline, which has been kind of silent lately, at uh, 407-520-5342. You can send us a post via Facebook. You can tweet us, HearthCast Root, HearthCast Freck, or if you want to just go straight to the show, you just do at HearthCast. Or... If you'd like to try out your uh, your your take on an in-game segment, just like Demonic Rick and Dread Samurai, uh, you can send us your MP3s, and we will incorporate those directly into our show. Again, we'd like to thank our sponsors, RiptideSoftware.com, ZygerGuides, and System.com, and, of course, uh, Carnage1320 over at YouTube. And don't be selfish. Share us with your friends, rate us on iTunes, or give us a link from your blog, and we will link back. Until next time, this has been Root and Frankoface for HearthCast.com. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Root and Freckle Face next week again. Hothcast. A shout out all to your guildmates. Let's have fun and go on raids. We'll inform about in game events and auction house secrets. You know we're the best. Cataclysm grinding and goals to the world of Warcrafts. Softcore players. Thanks for listening and be sure.